Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And I'm Sarah again. She's here. She's still here. She made us yummy soup. She did. You guys, she made us tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches. From scratch. You didn't she didn't make the bread, but she made the sandwiches. She could have done it though. She could have made the bread. There wasn't time. That's too time consuming. Yeah, that's a lot of like bread is very time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about to raise a sourdough starter. (laughs) I wasn't one of those COVID people. I tried and it exploded in my cabinet and I went, No thanks, I'm done. And I don't know (laughs) what happens to it when you throw it away. Does it just die? Or does it start to grow and grow and grow? And those poor garbage men who take that bag of <laughs> sourdough starter out and they're like, wait, what's it? And then they get destroyed. Well, that would be an amazing horror film. I'm, I'm just picturing flubber right now. Like- it's just, yeah, it's essentially flubber, but much more gooey. Anyway, welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist, where two best friends, and now three, talk about the ooky, the spooky, and all of the unsolved things. And the goopy, apparently. (laughs) Goopy things of the world. We're happy you're here. We're happy you're here, Sarah. She's very, she's, (laughs) you just, you seemed very like, and now no emotion. (laughs) And scene. And scene. You are an actress, mm. so, I mean, an actor, so, you know, got to get it in where you can. Anyway. Anyway, if you That's would like they said. <laughs> if you would like to hear any more of our chaos, feel free to go to our website at thispodcastdoesntexist.com. Dot com. You can find everything there, including where we live on the socials, like Instagram and TikTok, where we have things posted all the time, but you can also on our website find our bingo card and maybe you'll be able to check some things off if you are take a picture screenshot post it let us know we'd love to see it yeah yeah and speaking of instagram oh in honor of sarah being here oh and also multiple instagram dms we received Today? I know what this is. I know what this is. I, I know what this is. I'm going to tell you about a little critter called the squonk. Squonk. <laughs> the squonk, pseudoscientifically known as Lacrimacorpus dissolvens, is a native of the hemlock forests of northern Pennsylvania. Squonk. Shout out to Shelby. Oh, hey, Shelby. You seen a squonk? Is it is it Nora? (laughs) No. No, she's too cute. She doesn't dissolve. Our first notion of the squonk came in the 1910 book, Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods by William T. Cox. (laughs) I like his last name. Willie Cox. Like the, uh, but like, (laughs) like the cable company. C-O-X. Yes. But still. (laughs) Sarah and I are over here seven years old. I can't. This was at the height of Pennsylvania's importance in the timber and hunting industry. Forests. Ah. His existence is further solidified in the 1939 book called Fearsome Critters. Yeah. This text claimed that the creatures had migrated from deserts to swamps to finally settle in Pennsylvania. This entry opens, quote, 
probably the homeliest animal in the world and knows it. Unquote. Oh, hi, it's me. <laughs> I'm the squonk. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> Unlike many mythical creatures, the supposed physical characteristics of the squonk remain unchanged from the original 1910 written account, which states, quote, The squonk is of a very retiring disposition, generally traveling about at twilight and dusk. Because of its misfitting skin, which is covered with warts and moles, it is always unhappy. Hunters who are good at tracking are able to follow a squonk by its tear-stained trail. For the animal weeps constantly. (laughs) When cornered, an escape seems impossible, or when surprised and frightened, it may even dissolve itself in tears. (laughs) <laughs> Unquote. It just becomes a pile of goo. Goopy. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> predicted this before we even knew. Sure did. <laughs> it's a walking sourdough starter. Oh, baby. Really That's is. what happens. That's what happens when you, when you throw <laughs> a sourdough starter. Oh, we've solved the episode over. Like Detective Dubious, we've cracked the case. <laughs> I feel like we also need a panel where we have our recurring cast of characters. <laughs> Chad and Brad, Grandma Shan, Nona Shan. That's what it is. See, this is why we need to write yeah, it down. Yeah, we need to write it down. You'll say stuff to me and I'll be like, huh? Who? Do you remember Nona Shan? What? Who? Who? Anywho's. A man named J.P. Wentling. Not J.P. Wentworth. Um, Eight, seven, seven, gosh, no. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I do it before you did? <laughs> J.P. Wentling. Is supposed to have coaxed the creature into a bag, of which, when he carried it home, it suddenly lightened. Upon further inspection, he found that all that remained was the liquid remains of the sad animal. Oh. And then I have another, another funny quote. Its fearsome aspect is its contagious misery. <laughs> Once again... It's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the squawk. Uh, it's me. Hi. I'm the squawk. It's me. <laughs> this thing is just Eeyore, like, I was going to say personified, but it's not a person. So, but like, wow. I mean, it's, it, we, it's not I'm a human a as far as we know. A naked one. Yes. Yeah. I can pull it up. So like a naked mole rat. Yeah. Rufus? I Okay. <laughs> I loved Kim Possible to the point where I've like videotaped the movie the Kim Possible movie on VHS and watched Mm. it on my teeny tiny TV that only Mm. played VHS's that thing held a very special place in my heart because it's where I watched all of the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies as well yes correct correct answer the you're invited ones were my jam correct it was still sing the pizza song put it in the pizza (laughs) We don't have the rights. We don't stop it. We don't have the rights. <laughs> no, it was just it was so it was so good. But yeah, Rufus, love him. Nick him rat. Are you ready for the squonk? Yes. Yes. Go! Oh God! It does kind of look like a naked mole rat. You're not wrong, but like also a sourdough. What is sourdough starter? starter? What is its back end? Yeah. What is it doing? Existing. It looks like it's both foaming at the mouth and crying, which I think it probably is doing both. From what it's does always it have, crying. Is that an arm on it plus its legs? 
Where? Do you see like in the middle of the body, there's no. like that long thing? I think thing. those are just rolls. Think, yeah, those are just fat rolls. But there's one that's like and horizontal warts. rather than vertical. Sourdough starters. And Sourdough starters. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, Dumb. That's pretty good. Dumb. That's really, that was You're just one. jealous you didn't think of it. <laughs> I just, I love that we're redeeming the bummer episode I from know. last week. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, if you, if you listened to last week's episode, I'm, I'm sorry for the bummer. Um, it was hoping to be spooky and it just turned out sad. So we're here to bring you joy with the school. Squonk. Shannon's throwing like gang signs, <laughs> screaming squonk. <laughs> Some retellings included that squonks were slowest on moonlit nights because they try to avoid seeing their ugly appearance in bodies of water. <gasps> I love the mythology surrounding this poor creature is generally just they don't like themselves. And that's so sad. Yeah, that's why they're crying. That's so sad. I want to capture one and make it feel better. So this is a quote. Make a pancake with it. (laughs) Or a bread. Oh, God. (laughs) Sourdough pancake. No, I know, but... Okay, all right. Okay. Sorry. We got off on a bit. We couldn't do it. Sorry. Sorry. So this is a quote from the 1910 text. Quote, squonk hunters. Put that on my. I want that. Open to on LinkedIn. Squonk hunter. Are most successful on frosty moonlit nights when tears are shed slowly and the animal dislikes moving about. Unquote. Oh, again, me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the squonk. In addition to warts and moles, the creatures were given webbed toes on their left feet, apparently due to the loss of their original desert habitat, thus forcing it to adapt to marshy and lake-like environments. Why only on the left? I don't know, but now I have a quote for you. History shows beyond... (laughs) Quote, history shows beyond dispute that as these areas gradually changed to swampy lake dotted country, the squonk was forced to take to the water of distinctly low mentality. Yes, mentality. It traveled constantly around the unaccustomed marches in search of fodder. With time, it developed webbing between its toes, but only on the submerged left feet. Hence. On entering the water, it could only swim in circles and never got back to shore. Oh my god, making it even more sad. Fossil bones dredged from these lake bottoms reveal that thousands perished of starvation in this matter. Oh, unquote. Did they provide evidence of the f- of the fossils? No. But, and also I'm like, why? When I first read this, I was like, oh, maybe only on the back feet. Like, I could picture it, like, trying yeah. to, like... But just, like, put your right foot in the water. Like, I don't... They're only ever walking with water next to them on the left. And that's They just probably- walk on a straight line at all times. <laughs> yes. They never turn around. No. That... It's just so sad. Just the idea of them, wa- like, swimming in circles. <laughs> like I can Nemo. never get out. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah. 
like a sad capybara. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Naked mole rat capybara vibes. Oh. Giant guinea pig. Oh. It, yeah. Giant guinea pig. Okay, so. Yeah. Before we get to pop culture, what are your squonk? Squonk stories. So at work, we have a coffee hour situation. So I work from home. So everything's online. Everything's through Teams. So we have like a 15-minute coffee hour every Friday at like in the afternoon. So we get on. And of course, it's me and one of my other coworkers slash friends, Sophia, who is almost always there. Hi, Sophia. If you're listening, um, I hope that you remember that you like squonks because she had told me you know, mm-hmm. during the course of us talking through stuff and a couple people else ho- hopped on, oh, I was looking at like cryptids and stuff because we had talked about that in another coffee hour because that was also a topic about favorite cryptids. We got onto cryptids. People were asking what cryptids were. And then, of course, I went on huge tangents about all different kinds of cryptids. Did and you drop the website in the chat? I have said, I, I have sent the link to the show multiple times okay so i don't think i've done the website but i've sent it like to the show um i know that there's at least four co-workers who are currently listening to the show what up emma's co-workers hi friends how's it going you but- check those editorial guidelines yeah <laughs> thank you that's so nice just play that as an affirmation yeah right <laughs> you're like oh it's time for our three o'clock shannon affirmation <laughs> ding 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 so one of our other coworkers was like, oh, is that like a fearsome critter? Which is what he was referring to was that mm-hmm, book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is a fearsome critter? And he was like, oh, like the lumberjack stories. And I was like, you've got to explain further. So he like looked him up and he was like, oh, so like these things. The Jersey Devil is on there, which I mm. would argue is not necessarily. That's more of a legend because there's an actual story associated with it. Whereas the rest of the like lumberjack like stories and the fearsome critters are more of like the things you encounter when you're out logging and things like that. Mm. So he was going down the list of stuff. And then we started talking about, you know, all of these different fearsome critters and cryptids and things we got off and then Sophia almost immediately messages me and goes oh my god what's a squonk and I went dude I actually know what a squonk is (laughs) like uh give me a second and I like typed it in I was like we're gonna look at this together and apparently there is something in science that is called a chemical squonk which is essentially like the reverse of a non-newtonian liquid or it's the reverse of a Newtonian liquid. It is a non-Newtonian liquid, but not in the, like, it's an actual liquid sense. Like, it just dissolves in and of itself. You're just saying words. I That's fair. I also, I am just saying words. <laughs> uh, the, any scientists out there can most certainly correct me, and I would really appreciate it. But Fight uh, us, Tom King. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, you're really tall. We'd lose. You're so tall. But if we take him out at the knees, <laughs> he'd fall like a tree. Speaking of lumberjacks. I'm sending him that clip. <laughs> Fall like a No, tree. you have to leave it buried. We only talk shit about people as an attempt to see if they still listen to the show. Uh, I don't think that's talking shit, but yeah, maybe I keep it buried. Threatening violence. There you go. Um, but yeah, so it was all- He's very tall. He's extremely tall. He looks tall. like a Tim Burton character. He does. And his hair is always fun colors. Com- complimentary. Yes. His hair is always fun colors. Not that anyone can see the top of it. 
No. Uh, he has to sit down sometimes. Yeah. He's a sweetheart. Hi, Tom. Hello. Hello. Essex. <laughs> I was listening to the Borley episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, no, Carlos. Carlos, no. I was like, oh, my God. We no, were Carlos. on a tear that day. That was such a fun episode, though. Uh, but anyway, so she sent me that, and I was doing more, like, digging into a squonk. And then the next day, our friend, friend of the pod, Christian, mm-hmm. sent me specifically a DM of a squonk. Uh-huh. And it was like a meme or something. And I was like, dude, get out of my brain. I was literally looking at this yesterday. And he was like, I have yet to see an eviction notice. So no. Mm-hmm. I shall remain in your brain. Um, so much appreciated. So the squonk's like been on my mind. So on my, my mind. mind. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the the DMs to see. Uh, so we have a shout out to Grant. Oh yes, um, and Grant and Greg <laughs> and former former guest host and everyone's favorite cryptid. Yes, because he doesn't exist. Yeah, I think that might be it. And then I think someone might have sent it to me, like, personally. Yeah, because Christian sent it to me personally, and I was like, dude, get it. So I was like, oh, and Bessie from Pennsylvania is coming? Perfect. A a Pennsylvania crypt. That's why, so just for everyone's edification, if you don't already know, Shannon and I, if we're doing, if we're batching episodes, we will usually text each other. What is the genre of your topic? Yeah. And she texted back, cryptid unless you've already started, question mark. And I went, nope, that's perfect. Great, thanks. And <laughs> great, then I proceeded thing. to write about sad children. So. Hey, I mean, I wrote about the Tennessee Children's Home Society. That's true. Way back in the day. So, like, Which is like a very highly, like a lot of people have listened to that episode. That oh and my God, also shout out to our, our listener in Estonia who, who <gasps> talked yeah. to us on Instagram. Hi, friends. Hello. I don't We're remember so- how to say hello in Estonian, so hello. <laughs> you did look it up. I did. Yeah. I'm a certified professional marketer. Do you have any other stories about squonks? No, those were the majority of my stories. I have heard some stories from other podcasts and things, but nothing, nothing that I didn't already hear from you. When you spell squonk incorrectly in a Google search, it brings up a bass clarinet duo who has albums out. How did you misspell it? I spelled it S-Q-W-O-N-K. Apparently it's S-Q-U-O-N-K. Yes. But, um, so, you know, if anybody's interested in listening to two bass clarinets. Love that. Just spell squonk incorrectly. Well, and that brings us to our pop culture section. Amazing. Grace. Um... (laughs) Segway. There we go. A okay. So there's an avant-garde art group based out of Pittsburgh that shares its name with the humble squonk. Humble. Apparently, their first show and composition took place in a Pittsburgh junkyard using earth movers as instruments. Whoa, that's some stomp shit. Sounds on brand. <laughs> For, For Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Damn. Don't you yeah, careful? You might start drama with. Fellow wife and guest on the pod, Brittany. Oh. Pittsburgh Strong. 
Oh, that's fair. Uh, quote, composer Jackie Dempsey and artist Steve O'Hearn work with an ensemble of 10 to 20 artists to create post-industrial performances with original music, design, and staging outside the rules of mass culture, fashion, or academia, unquote. Nerds. Yeah, but apparently they're respected nerds because they have a bunch of people sponsoring them and giving Great. them money. So so happy for you, love nerds. Love that for them. Love that for the nerds. Yes. American rock band Steely Dan oh! references the squonk in their song, Any Major Dude Will Tell You, with the lyrics, Have you ever seen a squonk's tears? Well, look at mine. People on the street have all seen better times. Wow. I yeah, exactly. Snap snaps for that. I'm gonna I'm just looking up the song so we can play it after we get off. Fabulous. Well, keep your phone out because the band Genesis also, Oh my god also references the little fella in one of their songs. Phil Collins, get it. <laughs> Quote All the king's horses and all the king's men could never put a smile on that face. He's a sly one, he's a shy one. Wouldn't you be too? Unquote. Oh my god. A video game shout out for Holland. The Squonk appears as a character in the video game Final Fantasy fourteen. Good for them. Fourteen? Yeah, and y'all made fun of me and the Fast and Furious franchise oh, for not... having ten movies. No, I, I'm not trying to make fun of it. It was just I knew that it was going to be a long haul if I started it. And I will say I did talk about it at Coffee Hour about how incredible <laughs> it was and how much... Sophie, Sophia needed to watch it, so... Great. I'm I also, glad... This is my evangelical yeah, there mission. You go, there you go. <laughs> I did... I also told her that she had to go and watch Warehouse 13. And she was ah. like, um, okay. And I was like, just do it. And she was like, okay. okay. Uh, the Squonk is a video written and drawn by user Sisyphus55, <clears throat> a popular YouTuber, which depicts the full story of the Squonk... And uses it to teach morals. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but it is linked in the show notes. I wonder, is it like with Winnie the Pooh, where each character is a different emotion or something that in order to teach morals using the squonk, it's like, this is the sad squonk. Empathy is very important. <laughs> I, I'm just guessing. I'm like, I'm like, let's go back 30 speculate, seconds. Speculate with me. Oh. Just make up with me. It's yeah, nice. Inside Out stole it from... <clears throat> yeah, there you go. From Sisyphus 55. Uh, the Squonk is a popular beastie creature in MetaZoo, a crypto-zoological-themed collectible card game released in 2020. That was a lot of words. It was. Emma's eyes just got so big. I want that. Okay, so what I'm hearing is I'll get you those cards and Jorge Pokemon cards and Christmas is saved. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. We'll see She's if it's so excited. We'll see She's if it's vibrating over here. Yeah. <laughs> In great news, there are a variety of squonk plushies available for purchase oh online. God. I want that too. Ranging in cuteness from adorable to terrifying. Quite odd. Oh my god, wait. Sarah's looking up pictures immediately. (laughs) Etsy.com. Interlude for online shopping. Oh, I was going to go with more like 
da 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 Oh, more elevator music. Meanwhile, what came to my head was... That looks like a pug. That does look like a pug. A pug is just a squonk masquerading as an ant, as a dog. household creature. What the heck? That's an aardvark. Squonk. Donkey squid. That's his underground name. Underwater? Donkey squid. What? I don't know. Mine. I don't know. Ask Google. Like right. a seahorse, but oh. a donkey squid. Oh, I like that one. That one's cute. That one's super cute. That one's cute. That one I want. He's got big eyes. He's so sad. We have a couple friends that knit and things. Yeah. Or crochet. We can ask Miranda. Okay. One last thing. Okay. Get excited. <laughs> because we have another event to add to the <gasps> calendar. Oh, my God. Wait, no, I'm not really excited. So mark your calendars because Saturday, August 24th, 2024 is Squonkapalooza. Oh, my God. <laughs> According to the event website, Squonkapalooza is an all-ages festival celebrating the squonk <laughs> and other creatures of Appalachian and Americana folklore and cryptozoology. That sounds like Pennsylvania. So let's pack up. Let's go. We got the Snallygaster Mothman <sighs> Festival. Squonkapalooza. I I love this so. Squonkapalooza. <laughs> I'll make matching t-shirts. Yes. We can all have a squonk on us. <laughs> you know, sourdough starter. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, so mark your calendars and book a room in Johnstown, PA, because, quote, we want to turn those frowns upside down. Spreading the love of the squonk might cheer them up, unquote. Oh! <laughs> They're like, we know what this thing's about. He's but a like, sad boy. He's sad, sad boy. But hopefully you won't be sad, Sarah, because as a gift to you for being on the podcast, you get... Our new special edition in-studio exclusive matchbooks. That's cute. You can take two because you've been on two episodes oh, now. Oh, thanks. Actually, three. Oh, that's right. But you didn't get one the last per episode or per I would appearance? Say, I would say let's give her per episode or purely per, because. like, jeez. Yeah. Recording session. She was only our second guest. I better get some more candles. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Half of my candles come from Shannon anyway. Island Wild. Yep. Shout out to Amanda, who makes candles. And they are—they smell amazing. They're so good. They really are. Well, that was a fun little bit of a... How can I convince Amanda to make a line of cryptid candles? <gasps> oh, my God! And it's a squonk candle that smells like bread. <laughs> and tears. <laughs> Salty bread! Salty bread! Salty bread! I feel like this squonk should be friends with um, Rumple Buttercup. What's that? Do you know who Rumple Buttercup is? No. No, no. All right. Rumple Buttercup is the first book written by Matthew Gray Goobler. Oh. And Rumple Buttercup is, I'm not going to give it away. That's okay. okay. But don't, you don't have to. No His spoilers. best friend's name is Candy Corn Carl. Oh. But I'm assuming this is a kid's book. Y- yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Reminder, like, Sarah's of. a teacher. Well, like, his, his art style is a little odd. squiggly lines. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's a fabulous book about acceptance. But 
Rumpel Buttercup is very sad and then he's very happy. I just feel like this squonk needs Rumpel Buttercup in his life. You should message fanfiction.net. We'll I have a Rumpel Buttercup <laughs> magnet on the back of my car. Nice. That's adorable. Matthew Gray Goobler visits Williamsburg, Virginia quite often. Just for anyone who's a fan. I've missed him every single time. So, Yeah, but a lot of my friends have uh, taken selfies with him and aromas. So, I know. I don't think I could. Oh, uh, I wouldn't be uh, able to. What's funny is I've never seen Criminal Minds. I know. <laughs> the way both of us head tilt. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it because it scares me so much. So what it's have you, real life stuff. What have you seen him in? Just uh, just five hundred days of summer. I've seen. It. I've seen five hundred days of summer, but I think I've just I I was so the way I can't name anything else he's been in. I I was so steeped in internet at the True. time, so I think He's it was like just encrypted. yeah. I think it was just in my personal zeitgeist. I see. During the like two point five seconds you were on, on Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was all I was very surface level with Tumblr. Yeah, it got scary towards the end where I was like, I there's too much. I can't. It's the same thing with Facebook. There's too much happening. I just can't. And with Instagram, there's at least some kind of like, I can just scroll and then I'm done. And I don't have to look at everything. Whereas with Facebook, because it's people that I know, for the most part, posting their life stories, I'm like, I... Oh, I don't really pay attention unless it's in my feed. I'm just in a lot of groups. Hmm. Yeah. But anywho. I'll go join a squonk group. Ooh! And you can follow us on Facebook and everywhere else. Please do. And please remember. This podcast. I really want to go, and then we want to. I want to go get cornbread, cornbread ice cream. I don't know where it is in relation. I don't either, but we're Johnstown's about two hours north. Great. On the way back, we get cornbread. Beside where I got my car. Great. On the way back, we get cornbread ice cream. All right, we love you guys. Goodbye. This episode was researched, co-produced, and marketed by Shannon McCarthy. Co-produced and edited by Emma Kiley. Our theme song was composed and performed by Tom Emsley-Smith. The mailbag theme music was composed by Liam Kiley.